we're sitting in a different arrangement than usual. I feel like Drew's usually in the middle. Um, I think Joby was in the middle for the first episode. I was, but then we switched. Oh, for the, yeah. For the next two. Matthew is in uh, is in the, the stat chair over the there. The designated stat chair. Yeah, with his, with his laptop and everything. I do be looking some stuff up every now and then. And we appreciate you for that. <laughs> I try my best. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you went to a you went to a concert yesterday, which is why we're recording on a Wednesday. We gotta, I did. You gotta yeah. tell us how that went. Yeah. Man. Uh, I mean, I saw this group called Paris, Texas, in a city that we are from. You know, listen to midair. Listen to midair. Um, it is a very good album. It's like rock rap. Um. I've only been to like three rap concerts now because I just started going to them this year with Jid and Smito back in February. But out of the three I've been to between that one, JPEG, and this one, like this one was like definitely the craziest one I've been to yet. Like it was a small venue and like there was a bunch of people and like there was a DJ set before Paris, Texas came on stage and he started playing fiend from travis from utopia and like two seconds later like i just get pushed like no like i've never been pushed before i was like oh okay it's gonna be one of those nights all right um was it a mosh yeah it really was like the moshes were crazy so with my friend and she like went up to the very front and uh at first i was gonna like be like a couple rows behind her but like at the very front, they're kind of just, like, vibing in the music and jumping, whereas, like, a little further back are, like, where the moshes are at. Right, right. And so, like, I wasn't trying to do, like, keep up with that all night, really. <laughs> right, yeah. And so, inevitably, I just, like, I followed her up to the front, and I, I was, like, right, like, behind the gate. Um, and Felix and Louie were, like, right there. Like, I could touch him. Um, <laughs> First name basis with him. Yeah, I'm, I got to meet him or whatever. No, I didn't. No, but they were like, they were like right there. They pulled him backstage. They were like, "Hey, yeah, we <laughs> like your vibe." When um, they when they looked at you, they were looking at you. Yeah, and it was because you're special. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but it was because really... they listened to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they were big fans. They were big fans. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, they're gonna be our guests on next week's episode. So be sure to tune in. Oh man, <laughs> just lying. <laughs> um but yeah no it was a really good concert uh i got very sweaty i jumped around a lot um rocked out to some good music hell yeah um that's what it's all about and then uh we went to 7-eleven afterwards and we were just gonna get like like my friend she got like a six-pack or whatever and i just wanted like a tall boy and forever whatever reason like my id wasn't scanning like at the 7-eleven like he like swiped it and my ID wasn't scanning, and he was like, and like, I, there was a cop like at the front door too, mm-hmm. and um, she just wasn't scanning. I was like, all right, and so then he calls the cop over there, and he was like, yo, like check out his ID or whatever, and he's like looking at it, and I was just like, I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I promise you, my shit's not fake. Like I've had this for like five years like mm-hmm. this is the same idea like idea i've had for like five or six years and you don't look younger than 21 and like he was looking at it and he was just like walking like looking at it and i was like i was like like i was like, like what is he looking <laughs> yeah like what are you looking for like this is my id <laughs> um and he was like next time you try to get a fake and i was like 
excuse me like fake like what do you like what do you like literally what are you on about he was like you really want to try this with me right now i was like dude like this is the same id he was like he said something like oh this is a cdo license he was talking about my class c license i was like do you not know what a class c license is like i literally said this to him i was like how are you so dumb for being a cop (laughs) and yeah like he just like stared me down i was like man whatever get like Give me my shit back, bro. And then I just left the store, and it was raining outside. Mm. And my friend was still inside, like, talking to this dude. And so, like, I like, went outside, and I was just, like, standing in the rain for a little bit. And I was, like, <laughs> pondering. And, like, I was just, like, staring at the cop through the door, and I was just, like, like, fuck you, man. And then I would just, like, walk back inside, because I was just, like, getting poured on. And it was, like, heavy, thick raindrops. Mm. You kind of be on some villain shit. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, man, let me, let me, let me walk my mask back inside. This, 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 the villain life is not for me. And then, like, when I walked out into the rain, the cat, the front, like, um, cashier guy, he was like, that's a real cop. And I was like, well, I don't really believe that. I was <laughs> that's like, a real ID. I was, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that happened. I was really pissed off after that. Um, it was just, like, such a weird like turn of events that i just wasn't expecting mm-hmm. and but uh my friend she shared a few beers with me anyway so Hell yeah nice but other than that the concert was great yeah it was really good <laughs> sick that was a good story i didn't really uh i started a new job mm-hmm. that was fun nice, nice. um it's it's only my third day out here but it's uh it's pretty sick so far joby do you have any personal news uh, I'm afraid I do not. Mm. Um, this has been the only new thing in my life has been this podcast recently. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it exciting for you? It, is it, it everything is, that it you that you wanted? It is exciting. The drive after work is less exciting. It's less exciting. But, um, you know, once I get here, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that podcast that we're on <laughs> and that you're tuned into, thank you for tuning in, by the way. Yeah, well, we'll stop talking about our boring personal lives and get into some some sports. Exciting sports. Um, so we have some news. Um, at least at least one like big headline. We'll probably talk about like injuries as the games go by. Um, but the big one is that uh, the Bears defensive coordinator um, just resigned under uh, mysterious circumstances. Yeah, I've I, that's all I've seen is that it was mysterious circumstances. I saw a lot of people like making assumptions or like guessing, uh, but I don't know like what that is at all. So apparently, and a source you may ask, well, it is the sleeper notifications <laughs> tab. Apparently, the FBI raided his the defensive coordinator Alan Williams' home due to some very serious allegations. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, he raided. That's all it says. That's that's all anyone knows right now. I'm pretty sure. At least at the time of recording, I don't think anyone knows anything beyond that the FBI raided his home. Oh God! I hope we get an update in the middle of this episode. That would be that would be great live. Wait, when, when did that news. happen? When did the FBI raid his house? Um, I'm not sure, but the news about it came out today. Um, so I don't. Uh, 
I literally have no idea what happened. I got I got suspicions in my mind, but I mean, I'm not gonna, cause like, what things do the FBI raid your home for? Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, you know, place. I'm not gonna say anything, cause I'm sure we'll find out at some point. But that's kind of that's kind of fucking crazy. I've never heard anything like that before. Mm -hmm. Um, aside from like, you know, players being like pieces of shit or whatever, and like you know, Josh Gruden getting fired. Like, that whole situation was really weird. That one was crazy. Um, but, uh, like, I've never heard of uh, the FBI raiding some person's home some like that. Some defensive coordinator. Yeah, in the sports world. He did so. so bad those first two games. They were like, nah, he got <laughs> <some> <laughs> crazy shit. Someone, someone must have, a Bears fan must have swatted him or something. <laughs> They must have been like, yo, they were like, get like, this man out of my city. <laughs> yo, he's like kidnapped thousands of people. Please, please do please something about someone it. Someone take care of Get them. him off of my team. Our cinematography. <laughs> cinematography? Take two. Take Our two. cinematography and uh, production value has been upped if you're watching the YouTube <laughs> version of this. Mm. Um, but we're going to move into the, the week two. It was mm. an exciting week two with lots of. I mean, you know, it's always a good week in the NFL. Yeah, there were some crazy games for sure. Uh, you know, we can't, we didn't watch all of them because we are three, three boys and we cannot watch all of them at the same time. And we watch a lot of them together. That's so, true. Yeah, <laughs> we did watch some. Of them um, together. But you know, uh, we got updates and we saw as much as we could. Yeah, if you guys wanna, we don't have a Patreon. I was. I, I wish. I wish sports could be our our full time job. So, if you want to make that, make a if sponsor us. Someone. Pay our salaries. Yeah. So we can just watch sports and you can listen to us. The, it will only get better from there. But um, uh, but uh, the Vikings and Eagles have their salaries paid mm. by the teams that they play for. For sports reasons. For sports reasons, Love. yeah, same, same like us. Love, We're the same. Mm. Yeah, we really are. Yeah. Stay, me and Justin Jefferson is the same person. If you really mm. think about At it, at the end of the day, we're all the same. Um, but uh, Justin Jefferson is actually different. It's actually just built different. He's mm. so different. Uh, the the Eagles took this one in a uh twenty eight to thirty four victory. Mm -hmm. Um, what did you, what do you, what do you guys think about all that? Um, I thought it was a pretty good game. It was a wacky game. I mean, the Eagles defense looks good. Um, they were up for like a majority of this game, I believe. And then, uh, the Vikings kind of had a cheeky little comeback. There was a little, I'm referring to when Justin Jefferson fumbled the ball and it got oh, turned over and it was, it was uh, a touchback. Yeah. That whole thing kind of. Mm -hmm. Sparked some controversy about that rule. Yeah, it does. It does every year, though. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it the other day, and like I, I had a couple ideas where I was like, "Oh, this could be how they do it. This could be how they do it." And then I would think of like ways that like people would exploit it, and I was like, "That rule just needs to say how it is." Yeah, because like there, there's really no way you can fix it. It does suck, though. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is like bring it back to the spot of where the ball was originally, and you lose the down. Like, that's the only, that's the only, like, way I can think of to where you still get punished for fumbling out of the back of the end zone. Because if you fumble in the end zone, you should be punished in some way. Yeah, like, you, should, you shouldn't you should just, like, get to be at the spot that yeah. you fumbled it at. Like, yeah, because then you could just, like, just roll the ball downfield, and then all of a sudden, you you got it. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. 
Um, and when that happened, if they would have gone that touchdown right there, the Vikings would have went up at the half. But instead, it turns into an Eagles field goal, mm. which oh, had them, yeah. uh, it had them up, I believe. Um, so that whole thing kind of just like um, decided like the tide of the rest of the game, and um, it allowed the Eagles to expand on their lead a little bit before going in the half, and uh, the Vikings. I don't know. Their defense didn't look very good. Did not look uh, good. Swiss cheese. Yeah. They are now 0-2 to start off the yeah. start off the regular season. 0-1 you can you can you can get away with. And little fun fact, they're 0-2 in one possession games this year already, which <laughs> they were eleven and O or eleven and last year in one yeah. possession games. Yeah. Yeah, so. it, it's literally now flipping. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and the Eagles are two and zero one position games this year. Mm. Where those games are definitely way closer than they were last year. Yeah. The Eagles, the Eagles, have, they're, they're getting wins. They're very clunky wins. They're for sure. They're not the smoothest wins that they were, as, especially compared to last year. Where you watch last year and you're like, and you you finish a game and you're like, who is beating the Eagles? You're like, how are they gonna lose a game ever? Yeah. Um. Because they had an easy ass schedule, yeah, but they did, uh, they did have an easy schedule. I mean, I think the Eagles still look really good. Like as a unit, like their oh, offense sure. looks amazing. Their defense is like amazing. Oh, like yeah. they're still a top like three in the NFC. Like it's guaranteed. Yeah. But but it's just it's it's easier to to see them more as just a, a really good team as opposed to like the powerhouse that they were last year and just this unbeatable this unbeatable team because they they looked amazing coming out of last season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, the same thing that you said, Matthew. They had three turnovers in the first half. Like, you cannot win. Yeah. You cannot win football games like that. And, and they still had the opportunity to take the lead before half. And instead, they went down by ten points. Um, the... Really, the thing that... That... About that Eagles defense is that defensive line that, like, is just unrelenting. And the Vikings O-line was not good to begin with vikings did not get anything going on the running game yeah alexander madison is not the solution and that vikings o-line is not helping them at all yeah and speaking of o-lines that eagles o-line is absolutely insane like there was there was this moment where like jalen hurts was sitting in the pocket for like seven seconds or something (laughs) crazy like that and there was he didn't let go of the ball and he just had to like he just started to run and then got like tackled like behind the line or like a couple yards after a gain and so like it it just made me think at one point like Jalen Hurts would be Justin Fields if he was on the Bears (laughs) like that's that's just all I was left to think watching that game and this is kind of like goes to a point I made the other night where I said uh that Justin Hurts is a system QB uh, but I was kind of tipsy watching that game then I so I didn't know if that was like drunk thoughts that came to my head I, I, like... I think those are those are some pretty crazy <laughs> takes I, I I respect Jalen Hurts I think that oh me he, too for sure he's a good quarterback I think, I think that's just me bantering around a little bit i mean you saw what the eagles were like last year without jalen hurts when my saints beat them on like in thursday night football i think it was thursday night football it was some primetime game Mm -hmm. with gardner Minshew leading the way and yeah no i just that that eagles that eagles team is great but jalen hurts makes it better and yeah 
I I I don't think I don't think you can put Justin Fields on that Eagles team. It's it's as good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't. I I also don't think so. But I'm also like imagine imagine the trajectory of Justin Fields' career if he was on the Eagles. Maybe we would be <laughs> looking at both of them differently. The thing is though, like like last week, I was able to be like, all right, well, like you know, the Patriots' defense is really good. It's week one. Maybe the Eagles are coming out a little bit sluggish. And this game, it's like, well, we know the Vikings. Like, I, I started I started A.J. Brown, and he got me six points. Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it was like, really targeted that much. The Eagles, the Eagles dedicated themselves to the ground game. And they, yeah. they won it very heavily. Like, the Vikings, the, this is the craziest, like, run, run, uh, like, a rushing yards discrepancy I've seen in... A while. Yeah, I will say, Younger Swift did look really good this yeah, game. Because the Eagles had 259 rushing yards, and the Vikings had 28. Oh my 28. God. You can't win a game Holy with 28 shit. rushing yards. You can't. Yeah, that's... Like, what? Yeah, but Swift, he was finding some good holes out there. He was, like, really patient on finding uh, openings in the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was pretty shifty. Um, Swift has always been a great back, uh, really explosive, and he just had a lot of talent. Um, but he's just he's just really injury prone, so you know, praying for him to stay healthy. I will say this game is a lot closer. Like the score is a lot closer than what the game actually was. I feel like um, I don't know. I felt like the Vikings were low key. Like they, they had an advance uh, there. I mean, but like yeah, the Eagles allowed them to like come back. Like due to some like late game penalties that just like set them behind, and they had to like punt and the. Well, like the Vikings, like they kind of beat themselves with uh, yeah, the turnovers. Did. Like they did. Like, the did. Jay Jettas fumble, and then there was that fumble off of the good uh, punt return by Powell. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Powell he he uh, he had a good carry for like or punt return for like forty fifty yards that had him in the um, Eagles territory, and then fumbled, and the Eagles recovered. So. I just I don't know it, the fact that it was a one score game, what with the Vikings only getting twenty eight rushing yards and fumbling four times is kind of crazy to me. That's yeah, I yeah. think the biggest takeaway from it, this. It makes me question the Eagles mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's just like that Vikings offense when they're going is just like incredible. Like Kirk Cousins, I that was the most. Like in prime time, Kirk Cousins has never looked better. <laughs> that, that's he very was, true. I could not believe the amount of like like tight coverage windows that he was like drilling balls into, and like the amount of trust that he had in Justin Jefferson. He looked like, amazing. Yeah, it's not hard to like have a lot of trust in just Justin Jefferson, but like just like that's when I was like, oh shit, like maybe Kirk Cousins is very good, and it's pretty it's pretty hard to like argue for any other wide receiver being number one in my humble opinion yeah yeah no, i mean i mean justin jefferson proved it i mean he's he's a great talent and kirk kirk had a great game you know i wanted to clown kirk for being prime time kirk but he he, he showed up he showed up and he kept his team in it as long as he could uh he did have that one fumble that was unfortunate but yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, he tried his best yeah, definitely, you can, it definitely wasn't one you can blame on Kirk this game. Definitely not. No, he 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 did his damnest to mm-hmm. to try and come back from it, and he almost nearly did. He put up twenty eight on the Eagles' uh, defense. So, 
which yeah. has got to be good. Are we are we uh, rocking with that Eagles secondary? I'm rocking with Darius Slay. <laughs> Darius Slay uh, is still very they, good. They, sure. They're a little injured still. Um, I I don't know. They're they're a little suspect. I think the injuries have definitely hurt them. Uh, I think James Bradbury's still out. Uh, losing CJ Gardner Johnson was obviously a you know a pretty big hit. The Lions did as well mm-hmm. for the season, I think. Actually, oh wait, it, it was a torn pec. Oh, is he out for the season? Torn pecs are pretty hard to come back from in a season, at least. I did not know that. That's that's so unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, Eagles get the dub, uh, scrappy dub against a lesser team, which good teams should win against these lesser teams. So they found a way to win. Um, yeah. You had mentioned the Vikings four fumbles, um, in that game, which they have six fumbles. They have seven turnovers in two get through two games. And their six fumbles makes it the most fumbles in the first two games since the 2003 Rams. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Like, right (laughs) after our, like, crashing after our, like, Super Bowl stuff. Um, So, that means seven turnovers in two games for the Vikings. That's just not a recipe for winning right there. They got to clean that up. And who knows when they clean? If they can't clean it up, maybe it, they get something good coming out of the season. Uh, maybe they can. I was gonna say maybe sneak into a wild card spot. I don't see that in the Vikings' future, especially after starting zero two. It's just kind of hard to to get that momentum going when I, when the Packers are playing better than them and the Lions are playing better than them. Um, if anything, the Packers are gonna get that wild wild card spot over them. Maybe honestly, um, and the fact that they have to play the NFC East just isn't 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 good for the for uh, the Vikings. I don't know. Yeah, tough opponents all around. Yeah, I don't think they're a playoff team. But you yeah, did mention the the Packers potentially being yeah. a playoff team, which is our next game. Because they have been surprisingly good. They came out in that first game against the Bears. Granted, it was the Bears. Um. Granted, it was the Bears. It was the Bears. But Jordan Love looked great. Uh, you know, they he, he he went right into that system role, I think. Yeah, I speaking think, of system QB. Yeah, no, 100%. Jordan Love, he was the definition of a system QB, but he did it amazing, like in that first game especially. But in this one, you know, it was the same basic principle. It was a little bit tougher defense, so they made him, uh, made him work a little bit more for it. I still thought he looked great though uh i didn't have any like issues with his uh with uh the way he played um he missed a couple balls that i think that he Mm could have he probably wants back and um like overthrowing some guys i i will say this is compared to my standards of him going into the season which i thought he was going to be like zach wilson Mm. going into the season or Mm. or like trey lance i guess might be a better comp where yeah zach wilson is the worst quarterback in football but (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah no i just didn't expect great things from jordan love and so far he's been he's been proven that he's serviceable at least i believe he's the leading the touchdown touchdown. yeah yeah he um oh he's like top four in qbr from uh, through the first two weeks that's why i think top four i think he was literally four um, behind like Tua and Kirk, and uh, that's funny. I, I think I want to say Goff. Goff was it, it, it's probably Goff to be honest. Uh, yeah, I think he has like four or five easily. Um, but I mean, 
we're talking up the Packers here, but the Falcons won. The Falcons did get the dub. Uh, this was a, this was a, I watched most of this one. We we, we were watching. We this is a Bijan masterclass. I feel like every time he touches the ball, like oh Bijan Robinson is something. He else. will make your whole team look silly. Like and you should did. never put on pads ever again. Like yeah. the stuff that he's doing right now is like, I don't think I've like I don't know like I've. Granted, I haven't been like a big like NFL fan for too long, but this is like the craziest like rookie running back I've seen in a minute. Yeah. I I I I wanna put I, I, I don't think it's crazy to say that Bijan is a top three back in the league right now. That's not crazy. I think especially with all the injuries mm-hmm. and all the like everything that's going on with like the running the NFL running back room, like I think that's a completely fair mm-hmm. assumption to make. Like, I, I would even put him two right behind CMC. That's the only person that I would put above Bijan right now. That like so far out performance this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I like Nick Chubb a lot. I know he got injured, but he still had like I don't know how many yards he ended up with before he got injured, but yeah, he was looking good, like his normal self. Um, unfortunately, that that yeah, there was a short, but we'll we'll get to yeah. There there was like this specific play that I just can't get out of my head with. Um, with Bijan, where he like he faked he he made like a zigzag on the field, like his change of direction and like his like just like mm-hmm. the way he runs, like it's just like he's out there making grown ass dudes look silly. <laughs> he's doing whatever he wants. Like mm-hmm. I know exactly how... what player you're talking about. I've seen like four different angles of it, <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing every single time. Did you see yeah. the roof cam of it, dude? Where it's, it's like some dude like literally on the roof. It looks like and he's like just zoomed in. <laughs> And he's just following like Bijan. Bijan. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I watched that one like three times because I was like, "Man, he's so fast." And was yeah. it this game or week one where you like made the two defenders like basically take each other out? Was that last week? It might have been last week. I think that was last week. I think that was week one. That that play, I still can't get out of my head. He just, Man. yeah. I I I've never been this excited about a Falcon in my life. I, was gonna say, I wouldn't be surprised with Bijan's production alone if he like carried the Falcons to like a wild card spot. I know it makes much a lot I, of sense. As much as I hate it, I I can even see him challenging the them challenging the division just because of how like they have a they have a a, a pretty or, unorthodox method like an unorthodox game plan and it's just kind of like we're gonna go out there and be scrappier than everyone and like they just go out there and it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it just works. It's hard to stop. Like, especially against, uh, since the Falcons have one of the easiest schedules, like, I think, like, the second easiest, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hard to stop that uh, against, like, it's hard for some of those not-as-good teams, like, not-good defenses to stop that, and I think they're going to be able to get a lot of good wins off of it. Like, I'm, I'm not thinking that they're going to make a playoff run or do anything like that. Like, once they go up against, like, a Cowboys or a, mm-hmm. or, like, the Eagles or Niners or Lions or anything like that, I think that that gets shut down. But for now, they're entertaining at the very least. Oh, yeah, they're, definitely. They're very entertaining to watch, and it's some good football. I'll tell you who's not good at football, though, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> I am not a Desmond Ritter fan. I am not either. I, In fact, I am a hater. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean... I'm I'm trying to imagine that Falcons team with anybody else at the helm, and it's making me feel like 
like the falcons are being held back mm-hmm. just because like i don't know like even like the all the passing talent that they have on that team it's like i'm imagining like anyone above like like a top 25 quarterback mm-hmm. could make that team look like probably really good mm-hmm. honestly no 100 percent um but yeah we uh we can move on to unless you guys have anything else to say about that game uh mm-hmm. we can move on to another quarterback who is bad uh jimmy garoppolo <laughs> went against the bills with a really good quarterback <laughs> with josh allen in a 10 to 38 uh, just absolute shellacking. Yeah, Josh Allen had his comeback game. I mean, after that, after that dumpster fire in the first week, he needed to. He come had out. to come back against a team like the Raiders. Yeah, he had to come like, out and prove that he's still that guy, and that's what he did. I mean, simple as that. Yeah, I mean, they get the dub, thirty-eight to ten. Uh, I mean, blowout fashion. I mean, they did what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't get to watch any of this game or highlights, so I don't really have much to say about it, but. Yeah, this was one that I was like, I'm, I'm probably not gonna keep up with this one. Yeah, but, I mean, I checked in in like the second quarter, and it was, it was already getting out of hand. So I was like, yeah. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo had two interceptions, not looking that good. They had the same yards per play. That's kind of interesting. Um, the the Bills had 183 rushing yards to Vegas's 55. Which is kind of crazy because you don't think of the Bills as a rushing team. Um, they did, of course, have more passing yards. James Cook, though, he's been he's been great this season. I he think really has. He's been better than Devin Singletary was last year for them. Yeah, who Devin Singletary is on like the the Cardinals, right? Where is he at? He's on. I know, I know. he's on some. He's like, somewhere being mid. Uh, on a bad team. Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, I honestly hope he gets out of wherever he is. Not that, like, he's going to probably do anything anywhere else, but, like, also free him. Um, oh, he's on the Texans. That's where. Yeah, free uh, free him. I knew he was on some bad team. Yeah, yeah, and that man is not getting starting reps over Pierce. <laughs> yeah, although Pierce, having picked him up in fantasy, has not been doing me right. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm, I, I like Damien Pierce a lot as a player, but mm-hmm. I... I don't know if he's very good for fantasy, and I'm considering dropping him. So, um, yeah. yeah, we didn't. Uh, I didn't watch this game either, so there's not much for me to say. All I know is that Josh Allen is him, and the Raiders are bad. <laughs> uh, Next, <laughs> Ravens versus Bengals. This is the Lamar Jackson we always knew yeah. we were gonna get against this <laughs> Bengals team with Joe Burrow. Looking injured, honestly. Is it too late to change my MVP pick? <laughs> I have to go back. No. Yeah, no, yeah. I I mean, yeah, the Bengals just, just aren't on the right page. There's everything. They they tried to incorporate Jamar into it, and he just couldn't get anything going. Uh, so they, they, they did successfully turn to a few other weapons and like got at least something going on like the ground with uh, Mixon. But I don't know. The, the Bengals just, just look so... So disjointed for a team that's been rocking with pretty much the same roster. Yeah. There's, like, slight differences and stuff. Like, the same core for the past, like, three years? Something like that? Two, yeah. Two, three years? So, 
I, I don't know. They, you would think that at this point they would be more of a well-oiled machine and yeah. less of just like this conglomeration of a bunch of talent that's not really meshing well. But like, and mm-hmm. then just, uh, I think they got a new offensive coordinator. And I think that could be part of it. Mm, it could um, be. But they, I don't know, they just don't look great. And the Ravens, on the other hand, came out and they looked spectacular. Yeah. Lamar Jackson reminded everyone that he is that guy. <laughs> also a very close game that was not that close. Uh, it didn't feel that close because the Bengals had to make kind of a comeback to make it as close as it uh, as it was. Um, and so, like... Yeah, Lamar Jackson looked good passing the ball. Um, Zay mm-hmm. Flowers uh, looked really good as well. Zay Flowers, man. I, I love Zay Flowers. Oh God. Zay Flowers is amazing. Uh, he has just completely taken over that wide receiver one role. He has, he, in two games, in two games, I don't care. Week two, I don't oh, care. Oh, for sure, yeah. I, I think he's, he's easily the best wide receiver on, on that roster. Yeah. Um, uh, him and Lamar have a great connection already. I think it's I, I don't know. I just think it's 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 great it's great to see him just take over that role so easily. Um so I it's just it's, it's exciting to see that it all meshes well. And I don't know. I I like I like where the bang, where the Ravens are at and the Bengals do not look great and hopefully they figure something out soon, but it's not looking great for them so far. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I don't really know what's going on over there in Cincinnati. I, I don't think it's, yeah, Joe's injured, I think is what it is. I think, I think he should have taken Jamar Chase's advice and sat out for the first few weeks, because they're 0-2 anyways, so now yeah. the Bengals really have, like, a really uphill battle in that really tough division with, uh, I don't know what the... What that division is looking like standings wise, but I know that uh, oh they're currently at the bottom because <laughs> at least every other team in that division has a win, mm-hmm. so it's looking pretty rough for them. And both 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 of their losses are divisional losses, so it's uh, not a great way to start a season. Yeah, if the Bengals are able to come back from that over the course of the season, will be a very interesting storyline to to. Uh, pay attention to Mm -hmm. um but the best game of the week in my opinion was the seattle seahawks versus the detroit lions in a 37 to 31 heater of an overtime win rematch of last year when it was just as equally as exciting and high scoring i mean for some reason these two just just bring it out of each other i don't know i love it I think it's, like, the two, like, scrappy, like, underdog teams that, like, people don't really, like, think about that mm-hmm. often. But I think that, you know, it's, like, we, we got uh, Dolphins versus Patriots on Sunday Night Football when Seahawks versus Lions is just, was just an infinitely better game. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, I think that Jared Goff looked good. I think that Geno Smith had his bounce-back game uh, after... Week one, the Rams put on uh, an absolute clinic on that Seahawks team. And so, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, you can think all these things in preseason and in the offseason, but when it gets down to real Mm -hmm. NFL football on that field, 
that's to me when everything else just gets wiped away for me mm -hmm. and now i'm like all right what are you what are you doing like what can i point to now like and what so, are you actually showing me like mm -hmm. exactly. narratives like and so like you know that loss was jarring enough to make me be like what what is this seattle seahawks team what are mm -hmm. we working with but i think this this game really showed that the seahawks are here and they are here to mm -hmm. be good and they showed that against an against a um an excellent young defense in the in the lions mm -hmm. the, yeah the seattle offense definitely showed up uh i'm still a little questionable on their defense uh you know it's I would have expected one of the best secondary secondaries in the league. Yeah. And, I mean, Josh Reynolds picked apart that <laughs> defense. Jared Goff, Josh yeah. Reynolds, uh, Amon Ra, they, uh, they just destroyed that secondary. Yeah. And, yeah, it just makes me kind of question whether that Seahawks uh, defense is really meshing well together and, you know, they're on the same page. So, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see a whole lot of changes coming from that, but... Um, you know, Seahawks still got the dub. They battled through a lot of injuries. Uh, I think they had two. I think both their starting tackles were out. Uh, I know they were, yeah. Um, and I don't remember who their replacements were, but they played really excellent. They did. They did do a good job. They uh, they only allowed I think seven pressures, which yeah, is pretty good for two O linemen in their first like are like starting taking over. Uh, on week two, you know, uh, so. You know, it was it was it was a good game. Um, I wish I could have seen more of it live, and I wish this would have been a prime time game. But you know, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, talking about the Seahawks defense, the Lions also do run a bunch of different plays that kind of like threw them off, like these different like motions and different like misdirections mm -hmm. uh, that Dan Campbell likes to do. And Dan Campbell, he is a crazy son of a gun. He'll, <laughs> he, he loves going for those fourth downs, man. Those fourth and like four. Yeah, fourth, fourth and, and four, five. fourth and three. I, yeah, fuck it. I respect the fuck out of it. Mm -hmm. But also, can we talk about how that game went to overtime and there was at least a few points that were left on the board by doing that. And I'm not going to be the one to say don't go for it. But I think, I think that there's like the idea of like oh yeah like going forward on fourth down will like increase the likelihood of your points but i feel like now we might be seeing the like opposite end of the spectrum where like maybe going for it too much might actually result in a detriment from your team that's at least the way that i looked at it and i am going to be interested to see in the future like what teams will be will be doing because i feel like that was like i feel like the seahawks looked really really good that game and the lions were being their usual scrappy selves and were able to make a 10 point comeback in the fourth quarter um, due to a Geno Smith disaster class yeah, oh for a loss of like Geno looked great, but that one play that was, play where he's oh just running God. backwards and almost just that gets was, a that was one of the worst plays I've seen by a by a quarterback. He got sacked on while. like the second or one yard line, and then I think the line started on like the, the fifty yard yeah. line, yeah. and all they needed was three points. And so, yeah, you just can't make that And the mistake. drive before that was the pick six from uh, Trey Brown. Yeah, Trey oh, Brown. Was the, yeah. The, those two possessions back to back. Um, but they still come up with the win in this one. It was 
pretty crazy because <laughs> overcome yeah. those two things. Um, and then Myers was 0 for 2 on field goals for like with her two yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. them both to the left. Um, but I mean, they still they still got the dub, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. really all that matters. I don't know. I but either way, I think it's a different story if the Lions get that ball first in the in the overtime. I think so too. It's just another case of you know the the overtime rule is whoever whoever scores that touchdown first wins. I mean, basically. So yeah. So with just those two high powered offenses with just kind of weak defenses that didn't really didn't re- that weren't really doing that much. Um, it just came down to whoever got the ball first, and Seahawks won the toss. Yeah, and you know Smith marched right down the field. He did. Right when overtime started, he got a uh, completion to most of his receivers. Um, Metcalf caught one. Noah Fant caught one. The other tight end Parkinson caught one. Locking and Locking got the touchdown to end the game. Um, and then I was seeing there was some controversy on that last play. Um, it looked like Aiden Hudson was getting held <laughs> by one of the Seahawks. Um, Oh, lineman that the refs missed, but you missed some calls. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Happens. One more thing I gotta say about this game before we move on. Jared Goff is having like a career renaissance right now. Honestly, he's, like he's doing great. He does he's, look really good. He's, he's having a. He's, having, he's getting a second wind. Yeah, twenty-eight for thirty-five, three hundred and twenty-three yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. It was not a very good interception. And I was rooting for him to break uh, that, like, consecutive completed passes without an interception yeah. stat. But, uh, you know, maybe the pressure got to him. I don't know. Playing quarterback in the NFL is hard. But the uh, Jared Goff is like, people, I was a Jared Goff truther for the longest <laughs> time. I tried to Because he was people, on the Rams. Yeah, and I tried to tell people that he was good and, like, not as bad as people think. And I think now that he's in Detroit, it's just kind of like, uh, like no one is, no one is telling, like no one is like, oh yeah, maybe I was a little bit wrong about Jared Goff. Like he's actually like good or whatever. And so I just need to, I need to shout out my boy, you know? And mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. all I got to say. If, shout out. If he had the ball in OT, he would have won. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got some good receivers he's thrown to as well. Yeah. And plus Jameer Gibbs that can run crazy routes on these like motion plays that Dan Campbell uh draws up mm-hmm. uh or their OC I don't know they, they got some quick guys on that offense Khalif Raymond Khalif you know, Raymond not, not the, not <laughs> oh, the best yeah. receiver but god he's fast Sam Laporta looks really nice he looks yeah, big and strong like he he's was... breaking tackles and just like yeah. pushing guys to the ground like Oh no, it was Dizzy that had that stiff arm. That that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was Dizzy. But but Sam Porter, Sam Porter. Sam Porter still looks very he, nice. He did have that that uh that tackle where both the dudes came in from from like the sides, and he just kind of like <laughs> yeah. he just kind of like, like fast. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of didn't really bother him at all. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know. It was weird, but I mean, hey, he's he thick the, as fuck. Yeah. And that's what we watch football for. Mm-hmm. Speaking of football, Colts versus <laughs> Texans. Uh, Indianapolis won this in a thirty-one to twenty. Uh, I th- I think that this game was a little bit uh, was a little bit close, or it wasn't as close as the score would indicate as well. Um, or no, no, no. Actually, Houston was making a comeback there at the very end, um, and Anthony Richardson had to leave during this game because of an injury. Yeah. 
I, I don't think it's too bad, so hopefully he'll be back soon. It was a concussion, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, hopefully he'll be back for next week. Uh, you know, always hate to see someone go down like that, especially a new and exciting rookie like that. Um, one who's going to be taking hits a lot. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's scaring me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence told him week one, like, like take care of your body, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, you're taking a lot of hits, and now, like, in this game, like, he, he you know, he left Already because of a concussion. Yeah, no. yeah. It's, uh, I mean, Anthony Richardson had two rushing touchdowns this game, and I believe it was the, it was the second one that he got the concussion on. It was a pretty, it, it looked pretty rough, honestly, like, the, the way that his head hit the ground mm-hmm. was, it was not uh, good. He did, like, bounce up right after that and look, and look fine, but I think that was the, that was the play that did it. Um, and so, like, Anthony Richardson is an extremely exciting rookie, and I just hope that he stays healthy. Yeah. Um, CJ Stroud threw for 384 yards yeah, and two touchdowns in this game. CJ Stroud is crazy. You said 384? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, CJ Stroud went, went crazy. Oh Nico Collins, him and Nico Collins, they, they just been, they, they've been getting along. Nico Collins had seven receptions for 146 yards and a touchdown. That's what I said, bro. They've been getting along. They've been they've That's been getting That's crazy. I literally dropped him from one of my leagues last week. <laughs> That's so tough. I mean, not that you would have started him anyways, yeah. probably. Nah. Um, yeah. but yeah, the uh CJ Stroud is looking good as well. Um it's uh I've seen uh it, I hate these takes, but like I saw this stat that said um, Justin Fields has never thrown for over 300 yards before, and and CJ Stroud did it in his second start. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, damn. The the Justin Fields slander. You know, people switch up on you so crazy. You know. <sighs> you know. We'll get to it. We'll get. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get yeah. It. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, other than that, you know, this pretty, was just a pretty expected result. Yeah. Close to the victory. Um, was it? Are we expecting the Colts to win? I was expecting the Colts to win. I don't think anyone really that I knew had the Texans winning it. Yeah, I uh, I mean, both in, in my mind, both of these teams were pretty, like, on the, you know, pretty level for me, maybe with the Colts having a little bit of an edge, which is why I ended up picking them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think both, I don't know, especially if Anthony Richardson is not good. I, I'm surprised to say that, like, Anthony Richardson has been an active, like, positive for that Colts team Mm -hmm. and if they the reason why I thought they were going to be such a garbage fire is well one because of Jonathan Taylor not being there and two because they were starting a rookie like raw quarterback but he's he's proved to be like pretty stable for them and so with him being gone I am wondering how uh or at least if that is like an extended uh absence i'm wondering if the colts will just look as bad as i thought they would and maybe anthony richardson is the one like making them look somewhat competent no it's Minshew mania time baby (laughs) they're winning the next they're winning no matter what it's Minshew time i like Gardner Minshew. yeah no uh you know i think i think he'll he'll give him a chance at least yeah why not he won him this game so wouldn't uh, not he didn't really win it but for them, but you know, he kept them in it. Uh, all right, 
sucked next to what we thought was supposed to be a very the, lackluster game. This was supposed for, to be the best game of the week. Yeah, I was I was so ready for this game. Me too. For what the final product was, it was just I was not. I was I found myself switching between this one and Falcons, Falcons and, and Packers. Packers. Oh yeah, because the fact the Falcons and Packers was just so mm. much better. <laughs> it was just so much more entertaining. Yeah, I I don't know what the Chiefs and Jaguars were doing here. I. Chiefs defense stopping the Jags. The Chiefs offense just not looking good again for the second week in a row. Um, Mahomes had this quote where he said, you play bad and win. It's a lot better than playing bad and losing. You're not wrong, but you still play bad. <laughs> yeah. Your offense has to figure it out. You're not going to survive these games every week where you just like kind of rely on your defense to like kind of just keep your team stable. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't win. You, you can't average 17. And then and then win a bunch of games. Yeah, um, especially when you don't have the the greatest of defenses. And I will say their defense has been amazing. It has stepped up uh, tremendously. Like they, it's a lot better than what I would have assumed going into it. Oh, for I mean, sure. they they've been great. Uh, Chris Jones has, has is back, and you know he's still the same guy. He's Chris Jones. He immediately yesterday or yesterday um, on during the games he immediately stepped in that role and like was just as good as before uh, yeah. and made plays. With Perloftis, it's been great. Trent McDuffie is a dog, and they are just—I don't know—they're—they're they're, they're, they're keeping the Chiefs relevant and in this, I guess, and keeping them on top. And the Jags—I mean, they didn't really look too great. I mean, I mean, I guess it was hats off to the defense for the Chiefs yeah. again, but they missed out on some opportunities where they were close to scoring. They have to settle for a field goal, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure Trevor Lawrence was like 0 for seven. And passes in the red zone in this game. Mm. So, I mean, he just, like, couldn't capitalize on any of the opportunities to score when he was down the field. So, give that credit to the Chiefs defense. Give it credit to the Jags not, like, being that great, I guess. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I like, like Trevor Lawrence. I like the receiving core. So, I mean, yeah. me too. No, it, uh, you know, it, <laughs> whenever one of them isn't having as great of a game, like Calvin Ridley didn't have a great game. Christian Kirk stepped up and he had an amazing game still. Yeah. Um, but eleven know. receptions for uh what is it? Eleven receptions for hundred and ten yards. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Those are Puka Nakua numbers right there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's just I don't know. Both teams just relied a lot more on defense. I just I wanted to shoot out and I guess it's just kinda disappointing to not see that because both teams just looked kind of it's got to be something with the offenses. Like, I, I just, like, that Jaguars te- and that Kansas City team, like, why are they both putting up, like, 17 and 9 points? Yeah, like, what's yeah. happening? No, like, it's, the offenses just weren't uh, operating efficiently, and it just was showing, and no one could get anything going. It was just, it was so boring to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I felt like I was watching a Broncos game in prime time. <laughs> yeah. And... I was, and then I would switch the channels and I would see Bijan rip off a crazy <laughs> run and I was like, I was like, I want to watch this game more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs get Kelsey back in this one too, which will be a huge addition for them. Yeah, I mean, um, they they got Kelsey back, but he was just he just kind of looked slow at some points. Like, didn't really look like he was like fully recovered from his injury. Yeah, I think it was nagging on him a little bit for sure. Yeah, but I mean, I think they'll start to mesh well together as the season goes on, but. Yeah. Hey, you get this win. This is one of those scrappy wins where, like, you're a really good team. Like, you did what you were supposed to do. 
you got to win versus, like, a team that's lesser than you. Um, I don't know about lesser. Let's, uh, I was going to say, the, I mean, the, right, the Chiefs are better than the Jaguars. Right, the Chiefs are better than the Jaguars. I just, whenever I hear lesser, <laughs> I think I think Chiefs compared to, like, the The Bears, the for example, Bears. the team they face next week. Yeah. Sure. But, I mean, the Chiefs exactly. are the better team out of these two. You yeah. beat the team that's not as good as you. You did what you had to do in their home stadium. Um, I feel bad for the Jags fans that showed up to this game. Uh, <laughs> Watching three field goals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like, oof. Kind of stinky. That's Shout out Brandon McManus, though, for real. Oh, yeah, Brandon <laughs> McManus. Still still a good kicker. Um, I the, the thing that I wanted to bring up is that, like, you'd think that, like, both of these teams are contending teams and they're they're facing each other so it's not like it's it's different if like oh like maybe the chiefs win against like uh like some like really good defense or something and maybe you could chalk it up to it being like that and like maybe that team's offense wasn't as good and that's why the chiefs ultimately won but both of these teams are like contending teams so you'd think that they would like bring out the best in each other and that's just not what we saw. So like, I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't know. Not that these. Not that either of these teams are on fraud watch or anything like that. But like, I do. I I will be curious because like Kansas City's offensive issues have been nagging them. Man, the Jaguars looked really good in Week One, but then they put up a dud against a a team that they should probably want to win more against. And so like, it it just doesn't seem like. It just doesn't make sense to me, I mm-hmm. guess. The Jags had the opportunity to win this game uh, 100%, and they just their offense just didn't come out and prove it. Yeah, Their defense did the job. Their defense held, held Patrick Mahomes to 19 points, or 17 points. That's not something you can do easily. That's yeah. not that's, that's something the defense should be proud of, but the offense just couldn't execute. Especially with your, uh, with your after the first um, Kansas City touchdown, the uh, Jaguars' offense put up field goal, punt, punt, field goal, turnover on downs, and that's that's it. That's it. So if, if that's your response, then like I I guess I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you could be like, maybe it was like that kind of game, or like that's why like the Jaguars were settling for field goals. I just I just want to see like more aggressiveness out of out of this team a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see as the, as the season goes on, though. Uh, Chiefs and fraud watching the same sentence <laughs> is a little crazy to me because, like, they've just been like such a powerhouse these last, mm-hmm. like. I mean, yeah. Going into the season, uh, the word that comes to mind is just dynasty. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't think that they're on any fraud watch. I'm sure that it's just you know a little bit of a slump. And Neither do I, for the record. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it would only make sense if Chiefs and Fraud Watch were in the same sentence if it was preceded by not that the Chiefs are on Fraud Watch or anything. Um, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Bears versus Buccaneers. Yeah. This was supposed to be Justin Fields' bounce back game. Instead, it was Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield Masterclass. Proven um, winner. I, I've I been will, saying it. I will say that Bucks O line looks really good. There's a lot of. Uh, times in the game where Baker had so much time to work with in the pocket and he just like he's making the right reads he's like he's able to just like sit up there and be patient wait for receivers to get open um on the flip side I will say this also shows the Bears D-line looked 
Oh yeah, no, the Bears defense is terrible. Bears defense, <laughs> insanely bad. Um, yeah, the Bears are gonna uh get two number one picks, uh, in a row. Um, oh, I thought you about to say like in the same draft. I was like, what? <laughs> no, they're Bears, gonna get one pick, one and two. Bears are gonna get the number one pick again next year, and uh, they're gonna draft Caleb Williams. Um, that would be so. Justin I, Fields a backup. I need, I need, I need something to happen with Justin Fields, man. I need them. I need them to get a better, better coaching staff because apparently one of their coaches is being investigated by the FBI. So like, clearly it is going down. Maybe that'll already. be good for the Bears. They, <laughs> they need some. They need something else. They need someone else in that defensive locker room because yeah. the yeah. staff they are rocking with now is not going to get better. They are. It is nothing is meshing well. Nothing is going well. It's it's a very poorly managed team. That is just n- not really filled with talent uh, in the locker room, and it's just yeah. it's just not really a recipe for a uh, winning team. A couple things I want to mention about this game on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, we already mentioned Mike Evans, but six receptions for 171 yards and a touchdown. That's just like, Mike Evans needs to be like respected more. I feel like it's, we take him for granted, but he truly is like one of the, one of the best receivers of like the 2010s and 2020s. Like he is just simply that guy. Um, and the dog, he's a dog for sure. Absolutely. And more Justin Fields apologia uh, heading to your radio waves right now. But uh, on that last drive, because, like, this game was, like, I mean, it didn't, it was a 10-point game. But the last drive that. Either the, pick six for the Oh, Bucks. that's what it was. Yeah, it was a three-point game on the last Bears drive. And they ran the same three plays. No, they ran the same, the same play three times oh right yes in a row and like in a row that's just so crazy <laughs> to me because you still have a whole chance to win it, it was the exact same play three times and that's like <laughs> we throw the word unserious around here quite often but that is the most unserious thing i've ever seen from any play caller at any point, they're like, playing Madden, like they're they're like oh they're like oh this were points bet. Let me run that back. It kept getting called back because of penalties. Like they tried it once and then it got called back because of a penalty uh, on the Bears side, and then or no, no on the on the on the uh, Bucks side, and then they tried it again and then it got called back because of a penalty on the Bears side. So they got pushed back to like the two, and then it got called back again. Uh, or no, no, and then they tried the exact same play again, and Levante David, I think, is who got the pick. It was yeah, yeah it was Levante David. He was like. Wait, I've seen this two times in a row. No way they're trying it again, right? Let me just make sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, free pick six. It's yeah. the craziest thing. How do you do that? How do you do that as a, as a <laughs> franchise? How, like, everyone in that, everyone who was responsible for that should be fired immediately. Yeah. And I think it was Shaquille Barrett that got that was pick, too. Yeah, that's what I have written down. Oh, Shaq Barrett. Okay. I well, want to... I... I feel like I saw 54 get the pick, which is who Levante David is. I could be completely wrong. I could also be wrong. Um, But, Um, like, I guess the point that I'm trying to say... Oh, never mind. Fuck me. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, But the... I guess just the point that I'm trying to make is... 
I mean, <laughs> what did we name the you podcast? Know, you know, you're listening to right now. Um, but uh, it's like, like, uh, like I'm so frustrated because I want Justin Fields to be good, and like here you have like the offensive coordinator running plays where like the receivers are running the same route and getting crowded in the end zone. You're running the same three plays over or the same the same play over and over again in like a do or die situation. You're yeah. trying it's a three point game. All you have to do is get a field goal to send it into overtime. And I would hope that as a coaching staff in a two minute drill that your sights are set beyond three points and going for the win. Like what are you doing? Do you want like I would hope your job? Like, do you want to win? Like, what? What? Where is the like? Where is the competitive spirit? Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, 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 even even in Madden, I'm trying <laughs> to win the game. Even in Madden, I am not running the same three play. Like, like the the same play three times. Uh, I like. I and it's not and I'm not saying that Justin Fields had two interceptions and one of the interceptions I'm literally not putting on him because if you're running the same play three times someone is going to notice someone's going to notice and they did and that's why it was returned for a touchdown so like if like fuck man like I don't I I just don't understand like you have to like if like Justin Fields, like, maybe isn't seeing the field as well as he could. Like, it's your job as, like, a coaching staff to put him in good situations. And that's just simply not not what's happening right now. The, the coaching looks awful, uh, I will say. He also, he he said this himself. I, I was thinking the same thing when I was watching, like, the highlights of this game. And I was like, uh, and he said it himself in the interview. He looks robotic. Mm. He, looks, he looks just so stiff after. Mm. He looks like he doesn't know what to do. He looks like he's just... Just reading, sitting back. Oh, this is where I'm supposed to throw it. Okay, I'm gonna throw it there. And it's just, I don't know. It's there's there. Hopefully, he finds it soon. Hopefully, he's able to like, I don't know, get in a better headspace. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's lacking some confidence right now. Maybe he's able to gain that back and like refocus again. But it's just, yeah. it's just not looking good right now. I just think it goes off of him like commenting on the coaching staff, being like. Hey, maybe this is like a coaching thing. Like, he I think did. they just need to. I think they just need to get on the same page. I will say too, the uh, Bucks they sacks um, Justin Fields six times in this game. Jesus Christ! Uh, they had five through like the first three quarters. I'm pretty sure. Fucking so hell. he didn't really have much protection um, from his O line in this game. They just don't look good on either side of the ball. I don't know how I they, thought this team was a playoff team, man. <laughs> God, I I really was I really was so high on, on that hopium on that Justin Fields yeah. breakout season, and I feel I just like seeing the like this coaching staff. I feel like I'm robbed of of this Justin Fields like of what he what he could be, yeah. and if like they end up being one of the worst teams in the league next season, and they fucking draft uh uh. Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. with the first two picks in the draft, like, like, what is what is Justin Fields' career trajectory after that? Like, you, I feel like, I feel like if if he doesn't do well in the league, I will always think about how it's not his fault, and everyone else should be put on trial for that. 
um, Chase Claypool too as well. Put throw him in. There. I know he's not a coach, but if you saw <laughs> if you saw his effort in Week One, you oh, would. Yeah. It, it's just like like has the team at all like has have they been like inspired to win at no. all? Like I I think at the end of the day, it all comes down to coaching, and I don't think I've ever like. I don't think I've ever felt, like, more strongly about, like, a coaching staff being, like, so bad. Even, like, I feel like even Adam Gase wasn't, mm, well, I don't know. Let's, let's not, let's not get it over. Let's watch the whole season <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. uh. Let's see if Eberflus if Eber lasts yeah. this season. I mean, when your starting quarterback starts to say something about the coaching two weeks into the season, you know you got a pretty big problem on your hands. Yeah. I mean. And I don't think it's, like, Justin Fields, like not saying the right things like Zach Wilson last season being like, yeah, no, I fucking didn't do anything. Like maybe the defense should like chill the fuck out. You know, I didn't lose them the game, but like, I think, uh, I think Justin Fields shouldn't have to be the bigger man in that kind of a situation. Like the coaches need to take accountability and they need to like, they need to do something, man. Cause, cause time is ticking. Mm -hmm. Um, all but right. Yeah. Uh, now got, that we got our Justin Fields monologues out of the way. Uh, speaking of Justins, <laughs> who lost the game? Justins who are underperforming. Yeah. Um, Justin Herbert and the Chargers faced off against uh, Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans and lost. Um, also an OT game. Also an OT game. Yeah. Titans win it with a field goal in OT. Uh, 27 to 24. I mean, a lot. Some people had this one on upset alert, but you know, you're you're hoping for a Justin Herbert bounce back at some point here. That's I I like. I was I was hoping for a Justin Herbert masterclass. Same. But no, I just I don't know. Like, it's not like any part like anybody performed necessarily like awfully. Like Justin Herbert had good stats, didn't he? I mean, everyone looked great. Um, the defense didn't look as good. His efficiency: twenty-seven for forty-one with. Uh, uh, 305 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, he had a QB rating of 104. Yeah, I mean... Or, no, 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 no. Uh, like, 64. Like, yeah, oof. Um, his efficiency just wasn't very good. Yeah, uh, this isn't one that I got to watch live, unfortunately, so... I, I did not get to watch this one either. But, you know, you, you kind of get worried about the Chargers. Yeah, starting at 2 Brandon Staley is... Not a good coach. So yeah, another uh, another zero and two team that we thought were gonna be at least in playoff contention um, in a stacked AFC. So I don't know. The Chargers have definitely a higher uphill battle than the um, than the Bengals do, mm-hmm. um, and so I I would not be surprised. Well, I I actually had them missing out on the playoffs. So. This is only, uh, but 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 not like this. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like this is the kind of team that you would think that like in like week seventeen or eighteen, like they're playing like playoff like games to get into the playoffs, and they and, and they still might do that very mm-hmm. thing. They they definitely could bounce back. I mean, it's not definitely not over for them. They have talent. They have insane talent uh, all around. And- you know they they just they just the defense just looks so awful it looks disgruntled it looks it looks disjointed they're making bad mistakes uh nothing's going well and maybe kellen moore is not a good offensive coordinator and maybe we were all maybe 
Maybe uh, Mike McCarthy was right. Or who was it that talked shit about Kellen Moore when he left? Was it was it just Jerry Jones? Oh, maybe. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But um, maybe maybe Kellen Moore actually is bad, and we were all getting duped. Because <laughs> Cowboys Cowboy fans great. hated Kellen Moore. Yeah. So I can only imagine what the Chargers fans think of him now, yeah. starting over to their first winless start since 2017. I think if anyone gets the blame, though, it's Brandon Staley. Um, because if you're hiring a man to be like a defensive guy to be your head coach, you'd assume that the defense is going to be good, especially with the names that they have on the roster. Yeah. But it's just, it just, they just don't look good. And if you're, if Tennessee is putting up 27 points on you, like what's, what's the deal there? What are we doing here? <laughs> you know, like I can't, I, I just don't understand really. Um, I mean, the, like I, not to sleep on the, titans or anything like they have a great defense and like they're they have derrick henry <laughs> putting joey to sleep right now i am i am i am sleeping on the titans so hard this was their first win in like eight games going back to last season too so they were on like a pretty bad skid the chargers would be the one to give them that man god damn yeah the chargers o-line too sometimes knows like their o-line just does not look very good mm. at times that tennessee uh, defensive line is is really good uh, so it, it it is a tough challenge to ask for uh, that Chargers don't want to stop them, yeah. but and they were also without uh, Austin Eckler in this game, so oh, they didn't have uh, him. They probably the win this game with him, but I mean, like you you can say that about pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. um, on the Chargers side, I do want to shout out Keenan Allen, who had eight receptions for 111 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. An absolute, uh, another career renaissance game for Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen went crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just kind of sad to see. I mean, like, the Chargers had the ball in OT and couldn't even score. So, like, it's just, it. you just gotta go back to coaching on this one, too, I think. I'm sure that there were some, like, you know, missed plays from a couple of guys. But, like, if you're not... If you have Justin Herbert in OT, like, you should win, mm -hmm, you know? Yeah. And the thing with Kellen Moore, like, the vision that I think the Chargers had for him is, like, they want Justin Herbert to be, like, passing downfield. And that's kind of, like, what Kellen Moore was doing in Dallas. Like, he was doing a lot of these, like, you know, long, like, developing passing concepts that just, like... We're getting, like, Dak Prescott intercepted or, like, sacked or, like, whatever. And so maybe that's just not the kind of offense that, like, Dallas needed to run. But I can see that kind of vision for Justin Herbert. I think that, if anyone, Justin Herbert should be able to, like, handle that kind of load. Mm -hmm. And so... But I, they also don't have the O-line for it, like what Matthew was saying earlier. True, yeah. I mean, I, I like Rashawn Slater a lot, and he's looked good in his... Uh, in, since yeah. coming back, but mm -hmm. I don't think that's enough, certainly. Mm -hmm. One that almost kind of turned out crazy, but the Giants managed to stay in. Uh, Giants-Cardinals. Giants barely got the dub, 31-28. I mean, I think this one did turn out to be pretty crazy, going up 28-0 to zero on the Giants. 28-0. Are you sure? It was it was something like that. If it that. was 28-0, to it would have been like the biggest comeback ever. Uh, it, it, was, was a, it was like 20-0. to zero. Okay. Well, yeah. It's still, still crazy. Oh, you're right. It was twenty to zero because there was a, 
in the first six quarters of New York Giants football, they had a point differential of 60 to 0. Yes. So, that's, uh, oh. that is what happened. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones had an absolute comeback masterclass with 321 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Saquon Barkley got injured in this game, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think where this where this comeback started was it was one of the first plays in the in the second half, a just bomb to Jalen Hyatt, and it really like got the energy flowing for that team. And so I maybe the Giants aren't bad question mark if they come out. Uh, well, I guess their next opponent is San Francisco, so I don't see good things for them. But I mean, like, it's just like you have to score points is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Cardinals did not do that in the second half, really at all, except for um, one touchdown in the third quarter. I'm not going to discount the... I'm not going to accuse the Cardinals of anything, though. They should not have put up 28 in the first place. I'm just going to say that the Giants are lucky to get a win out. Yeah, yeah the Giants are lucky to snatch a win from Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> yeah. Because it is his season right yeah. now. I will say, after being down 60-0 after two and a half games and the comeback and making an incredible com- uh, comeback, all the way down from, what was it, like 21-0? 20 yeah. 20-21-0, yeah, I mean... That speaks volume. I mean, stay resilient. I mean, yeah. overcome some of these hardships. Brian Dable, a good coach, yeah. able to rally his guys to to do what to win. Make some good, have some adjustments. Yeah, that's what Drew was talking about earlier. That competitive spirit. The Giants could have just lost twenty to zero this game and not even came out in the second half trying to do shit. But you know. They got it done. It's it is a little bit crazy that this that this Cardinals team has put as much fight up as they have. They uh, they were kind of um, the who who did they face last week? I don't remember, but they they started that game off like pretty okay, and you know they ultimately ended up oh uh, the Commanders yeah that was a four point game mm-hmm. uh, and so I don't know what's going on with. Uh, teams that are facing the Cardinals, maybe they're just like free win, and then you know the they Cardinals have the yeah. Cardinals have free will of their own, so they're like we're playing football just yeah. like you, and they're yeah. like oh wait what the fuck we gotta play football against this team, <laughs> um, and so yeah. yeah, so the Cards are also now zero and two in one possession games, so yeah. close ones that they've been in, but that's crazy. <laughs> they, they just don't have enough to yeah. keep, keep them over the hump. Maybe yes. you should start betting on the Cardinals covering the spread. Maybe. This is not gambling. <laughs> I hope we do not condone the gambling of any kind. We are not gamblers. <laughs> we do not. Uh, we are not sponsored by any sports books. Gamble, 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 gamble. <laughs> but use it our feels so good. You know you want to. <laughs> but use our code threesome on Underdog Fantasy, and they will match your deposit. <laughs> that is not. We don't. That does, we don't have that. But Underdog. But Underdog. If you're listening to this, we're here. We're here. Three will be a good code. You know it. Three and then some. S U M. Yeah, come on. Come on, bro. Speaking of underdogs, though, this Rams go. team is looking <laughs> pretty good, man. Um, I, you know, you know, I have plenty to say about this game. 
Um, mm-hmm. First of all, it's forever. It's fuck the 49ers. Um, hate that team. I knew they were going to win. Um, but, like, why did they have to give me hope? You know what I mean? Uh, I thought that... Uh, I picked up Puka Nakua in fantasy, and I did not start him this game, unfortunately, because I thought that it was just going to be... I thought that we were going to lose pretty convincingly. Um, but Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, again, did their magic. Matthew Stafford, I'm rubbing him today because he's just been he's just been dealing these past two weeks. Really, it's it's been so nice to see uh, Matthew Stafford looking good nowadays. And... Um, Tyron Williams also had, like, kind of a breakout game as a Ram. Like Tyron Williams was great. Yeah. Every, last year, we had uh, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, and Kyron Williams. And every time that Kyron Williams stepped on the field, I was like, that guy looks better than the rest of them. I think he should be on the field a little bit more. And they traded away. They traded away Cam Akers for... Pick swaps. Bag of chips. That's that's like less than a bag of chips, honestly. <laughs> like, I whenever I saw the news, I was like, cool, maybe we'll get something for Cam Akers. But it's literally just like, maybe like five positions in the draft or something. Or maybe it's even worse. Yeah, in this in this running back economy, no. It's like, I, I, I wasn't expecting anything great. Maybe just like a sixth or seventh round pick, which we've used to you know, get some good guys, but I just, I don't know. I don't even want to go into that that much. Like, I'm going to miss Cam Akers for what he was. Like, at the end of last season, I believe he put up three straight 100-yard rushing games. And so, like, or maybe that was the end of, like, 2021 or something. I, I don't remember. But basically, like, I I don't know what the situation was with Cam Akers. Uh, Jordan Rodrigue, the Rams beat writer, was saying that the there were like trade rumors last year with Cam Akers, but he ultimately ended up like coming back to the team. But from what she was saying and from what she has heard in the Rams room is that this is like a different a different issue, a different reason. I don't know if like I don't know if like after the Super Bowl Cam Akers just like thought he was him or something like that and he just like wasn't putting in the work or like what I don't wanna like I don't want to uh, slander Cam Akers out here. I don't. He's I, gone either way now. <laughs> I mean, like, I I thought he was. I I liked I liked Cam Akers. I I wish I wish him the best, and I wish that uh, his career with the Rams went a little bit better. But, um, basically, what I got to say about this Rams team is that we. I what what I said is that the Rams offense was going to look good, and maybe the defense was going to be a little bit suspect, uh, which is. At least, uh, at least in this game is what it was looking like. The 49ers could just run the ball however they wanted. Mm-hmm. Devo Samuel always fucking goes off against us, and I hate it. Um, and, you know, that's just the 49ers way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian McCaffrey looks great. Amazing. I mean, he's yeah. one of the best offensive players in the league this year. Uh, Brock Purdy didn't look as impressive, though. Yeah, uh, there. I mean, you know, he did. He did his job, which is you know, make make those short throws, be a game manager, distribute the ball. But there was definitely some throws where he looked a little suspect, and um, you know, I I don't know. I I don't I don't know if 
maybe some limelight will be shed on Brock Purdy or something if if he will be exposed or something. I don't know. God, I'm, I'm, I'm also a Brock Purdy hater. Oh, so, for sure. Uh, yeah. Welcome <laughs> this to the might, This might be some bias. But, you know, he didn't look great in the game. Uh, but he he just has the best offensive weapons around him in the league and kind of easy to, to look good. Yeah. And so, I guess I don't really have any, like, other things to say about this game as much as I did the last game. But, I mean, like, go Rams. Um, who do we face next week? Uh, let's see. Oh, the Penguins. Well, maybe well, we'll get a dog. Looks good. Yeah, maybe, I mean. maybe hey, we looked good. They have not. So, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and this one, Puka, again, 147 yards on 15 catches. I mean, in two the, weeks in a row. Insane. The, yeah, most, I mean. the most for any rookie. Or, no, no, no. Uh, Receptions-wise, he has yeah. the most any rookie has ever had in his first two games and i believe i don't know if it's like reception oh it's like 10 plus receptions and 100 plus yards in the first in your first two games i think of any player Mm -hmm. is there's only four names and uh two of those names are isaac bruce and cooper cup rams so cool that uh the rams are just known for having a good passing offense so can you, can um, you manspread a little less for him? <laughs> I don't know. Y'all can't see. Bro is mounting the chair. He has legs on both sides. I, my leg, I, I had nowhere. I had nowhere to breathe. <laughs> I, I didn't he know did, power. He said it was Rams time. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, I've got a question for y'all. Okay. Um, through the first two weeks, I mean, we've seen... A couple offensive rookies that have stood out to us um, in Puka and Bijan Robinson. So I want to ask if they both keep this production up out of those two, who would your favorite be to win the offensive rookie of the year award? I mean, it's it's Puka, right? Puka. Like for if, me, it's Puka. 100%. If this production continues, then yeah, it's got to be Puka. One of these like, days, he's going to catch a touchdown. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because like. While Bijan has been amazing to watch, like with the eye test, his stats haven't been the best just because he's not getting as much usage. Mm-hmm. Puka is setting records, yeah, and yeah. Puka is getting the yards and the reception, and he's just he's he's being the focal point of a very dynamic offense. Yeah, and I would have to give it to Puka. Yeah, I would as well right. between them two for right now. But like as you said, Bijan's been so fun to watch. Like it, and the eye test, like he just looks amazing. He does. He does. Uh, it'll be fun to see what um, what the Rams look offense looks like once Cooper comes back. Uh, that is very true. Whether whether that means a slight downgrade or like whether Matthew Stafford learns to pass the two people at once or whether it all goes back to Cooper Cup <laughs> or uh, you know we'll, we'll see. But the the thing is is that we've been using both Puka and Tutu Atwell in the same way and in the same way that we use Cooper Cup. So I'm not too sure. We don't really have like a true outside receiver. Like we do no. have like Van Jefferson, but strangely his usage has been uh, going down, um, or just not as much as last year. So I uh, I I don't really know how the Rams offense is gonna look. <laughs> Basically, Puka Nakua looks incredible. Oh, what I was gonna say he he also passes the eye test. He does. Um, just like crazy contested contested catches catches through contact just like the 
a, a quarterback's dream. Like, like having 15 receptions in your second career game, like, you have to have, like, insane trust from your from your quarterback. And, like, I mean, I'll, I'll say it again. I, I knew Puka was going to be great, but I, I simply did not think it was going to be like this. I didn't think that he was in, like, rookie of the year territory. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, you know, Rams offense was going to look some type of way through the first some type of games. And then, like, Puka was going to, like, have, like, a couple of good plays scattered about and then, like, kind of, like, you know, make his name known later in the season. But it's just been straight out the gate. And maybe part of that is because of the Cooper Cup injury. But I was about to say, you kind of wonder if, like, that Cooper Cup injury is, like, a blessing in disguise almost because you, like, figure out, like, what uh, Puka's, like, um, like what he's able to do and like what he's like capable of doing earlier in the season rather than figuring out later in the mm-hmm. season. He definitely would have had a slower start if uh, Cooper <laughs> had, uh, had been in the uh, first couple games. Well, Jets and Cowboys. Jets, Cowboys, another defensive masterclass. Zach Wilson threw three picks. I mean, <laughs> Mike just... Parsons did amazing. He had a three sacks. Three game. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, this is pretty much what we expected from these teams yeah, from I mean... this game. If Aaron Rodgers is playing, it's a different game, but. Like you mentioned earlier, Zach Wilson might be the worst quarterback. <laughs> but also, just going up against that Dallas defense will make anyone like look terrible. Yeah, but also, yeah. Zach Wilson was just that was just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Other than like one good Garrett Wilson play, there was really just nothing on offense that went. Reese Hall got shut down. Like yeah, yeah, four he... carries. The the Jets they 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 gave him like four carries and then like the they were like oh this what this gonna look like I right, we yeah Cowboys went, went up like twenty zero and then they were like all right well I guess well, I guess we'll just start throwing it now fuck the game plan and yeah just no one looked good no one was shining except for Garrett Wilson uh, he's the shining star on this otherwise bleak looking roster and then the Dallas Cowboys or Dallas uh, offense was able to put up thirty um. I mean, definitely partly because of uh, how um, how good their defense was and like getting them set up and getting them in good positions. But for sure, yeah. I mean, and CD Lamb had a great game, eleven receptions for one hundred and forty three yards. CD did have an amazing game. Yeah, I do remember yeah. catching like the ball and like just like getting a bunch of yards after carry, just like finding open space. The Cowboys. The one thing I will say about the Cowboys: this game could have been like forty to ten or like forty five to ten. The Dallas Cowboys, they got this 30-10 lead, and they were just like, all right, we're just going to stop playing. We're just <laughs> going to take our foot off the gas. We are going to – Dak is not going to throw a single ball. We are going to run, 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 run. And and Tony Pollard got, like, the most carries he's ever gotten in a game. Uh, it, was, it was, like, most or, like, second most. It was, like, above 20. Um, but, uh, you know, it just – they, they they played real conservative. I mean, I guess at this point, you don't really need to play aggressive whenever you're winning a game 30-10 to 10 or 40-0. Uh, to zero. Yeah. Like They're outscoring their opponents 70-10. to 10. Yeah, like you, don't, <laughs> like you don't really need to play aggressive if you're already winning like that. So, I mean, as long as the formula keeps working for them, then I, I say keep it up. And once they get a real test, I mean, next year they're, they're going against the Cardinals, but once they get a real test, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it was mostly a pretty snooze of a game. I was watching my Rams play mostly while this game was on in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, Commanders versus Broncos was a little. I mean, the the story of this game is what happened at the very end. This one was insane. Game. I guess I I don't know. Both teams, you're watching both, and you're like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, 
Like yeah, at separate points in the game, you're like, what is each team doing? I mean, the first, the first commander, the first drive of the game, which the commanders had, ended with a missed field goal. So <laughs> right away, you knew you were in for something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, you mentioned Justin Fields getting sacked six times earlier. Russell Wilson got sacked seven times. Oh man! Oh yeah. <laughs> so. that, that, that's like tied for an NFL record, right? <laughs> or like, or I think, I think the stat is like, cause. I think, like, Carson Wentz got sacked seven times, like, a couple years ago, and, like, the stat was, like, no team has ever won after being sacked seven times, or, like, that's, like, the most in NFL history or something like that. I don't remember. I mean, mean, you can't get sacked seven times and win a game, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. Just, like, the the amount of negative yards that must must be. Mm -hmm. Um, So, the... Again, this came down to the final play mm-hmm. of the game. Um, I could not believe what I was watching. Because a controversial one, nonetheless. A controversial final play. Exactly, yeah. Cause, well, so what happened was, this game, the, the end of this game came on uh, whenever, um, uh, after the Jets-Cowboys game, and I see Russell Wilson with like 40 seconds on the clock, and I'm like, all right, this shit is nothing's happening here. He gets like a couple of like good throws to get them like a little bit closer. The time has run down to where you only got one more play, so we get to see a Russell Wilson hail mary, and by God, what a hail mary it was! It was because like the ball is coming out in midair, and I'm thinking to myself, no way this is working right. <laughs> and then I see the crowd in the end zone. I'm like, all right, at least it's getting to the end zone. It bounces off one person's hand, and I'm like, oh shit, this is how it happens. And then a Bronco in the way back catches it, and I was like, holy, what, what is happening? What is happening? And so I was like, okay, what are we going to do now? They go out for the two-point, and... And they miss it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how the game ends. And game over. Uh, there was a little bit, you know, it did look like a little bit of holding. It was such a Broncos way to lose. Yeah, it, th- that's what I said. I was like, if if any way the Broncos lose, it, it is by not converting on this mm-hmm. two-point. So the, the Sean Payton, Russell Wilson merriment is, uh, is it's not it's not going well, to say the least, uh, to start off. You know, it's still taking some time to see if, if that ever does mesh. We'll see. But... I would like to see it, though. Yeah, I mean, we want to see at least a little bit of success. Or at least a little bit of, like, it looking good or a little bit of entertainment. But, on the bright side, at least for the first time, it was an entertaining Broncos game. True, <laughs> yeah. It was an it enter- was the, entertaining The Broncos <laughs> put up a third. Yeah. yeah, they scored in their first three possessions, and then I think shit kind of just went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. But then God came back on. I think it was, like, a 18-point deficit or so. Oof. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Um, but Dolphins back to Patriots. back to boring games. Yeah. This game, you know, you you expect it though when you're when you're when it's Bill Belichick in prime time. He doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't care about it being entertaining. <laughs> he he's going for the win. Um, well, that's the most boring win you can imagine. Uh, and it was. A pretty boring game, to say the least. Uh, very, very good defensive battle though. The Patriots defense looked amazing. Uh, they got some guys there that are really just showing out. Uh, Christian Gonzalez was a hell of a game. Uh, Kyle Duggar, he had a great game as well. Matthew Judon looked amazing. 
I think it was just a great game all around for the the Patriots defense, and the offense had had some times. Mac Jones didn't look bad. I was gonna say I I don't want to say it, but Mac Jones didn't look bad. He looked good. He looked good. No, I'll admit it. Um, he looked really good, but he just has nothing to work with. I mean, Kendrick yeah. Bourne is his number one receiver, and Kendrick Bourne is not doing good, <laughs> and. Ramondre just can't get, they can't get anything going on the ground. Yeah. And Ramondre just doesn't look great. Yeah. I feel like Hunter Henry's kind of been his safety blanket yeah. right now. And that's why I picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's Hunter Henry. Like, how old is he? He's got to be like like 35. What? I feel like that's Hunter Henry. Like, <laughs> I, I, Maybe, I don't know. Him. Hunter Henry feels like one of those names where I'm like, God, he's been around for so long. Hunter Henry is like 27. That's I was going to say like 28. Guess. He is. Can you just give me a? I don't care when he was born. Forty eight. He's twenty eight. Oh, wow. wow. Nice. I would have guessed. I would have guessed so old. He just feels so old to me. I yeah. mean, I don't know. In, in terms, terms of football, around, that's kind of like getting up there. I don't know. Um, well, for a tight end, <laughs> a tight end can can okay, be productive into his thirty. I think yeah. Travis Kelsey is in his thirties. We just signed forty year old Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And, well, and, we, and we got him fucking blocking. Yeah. And uh, and anyway, but yeah, no, Miami still, you know, they pull out the dub. They uh, they look good. Um, uh, and the way the game ended off that like uh oh the cool the, the Patriots like in desperate times calls for desperate measures <laughs> like lateral oh, yeah, yeah that like fell short of the first down oh man that, that, was that the lateral to the offensive lineman man like yeah, that would have been legendary if you converted that from first Cole strange i Cole believe strange. that's who it, it was, was Six, strange. strange 69 mm. he i i i mean i guess he was short but i mean like he i didn't just look short and especially since it was called a first down on the field they should they should have given it to him yeah um, i i like entertainment value Exactly, exactly. Like, wasn't that wasn't that Dolphins offensive lineman touchdown like called back? Like that never like that didn't count. Like where he like flipped over. Like, oh oh yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, never let cool. offensive linemen have cool plays. Yeah, right? so always got to get called yeah. back, there bro. Should be a, there should be a cool rule. Where, yeah, for like, real. Like if it's an really offensive cool. lineman with the ball, no fouls. <laughs> <laughs> Just all fouls are disabled <laughs> till the end of the play. They did do that once with uh I don't know if you guys remember the the Seahawks punter against the the Rams. He literally punted twice because his first one got blocked and then he just or like yeah. it, like the snap was bad or something happened but he punted the ball and he ended up with it again and then he repunted it and that thing fucking flew. Yeah. And they let it stand for some yeah, reason. I remember that one. That was funny. So I was like I I've never seen something like that where they just punt place i guess it's legal i don't know maybe yeah um <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah uh, the dolphins got the dub on this one tua still looks good um Jalen waddle looked really good in this game Jalen waddle looked yeah. great tyree kill didn't didn't uh didn't do as much as normal but Jalen waddle but that, up. that is such a luxury of having a wide receiver two that could be a wide receiver one because yeah. when tyreek isn't having that game it's Jalen waddle and then when Jalen waddle isn't having that game you already know tyreek hill is going to put in that work yeah Either one or like an easy 100 yards like on any given week. Mm-hmm. And I think they combined for around, it was something low. I want to say it was like 130, 140, which if you yeah. can hold those two receivers to that many, then you did a pretty good job as a secondary. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Uh, great game. So now we're moving on to your Saints. Uh, the This Monday doubleheader 
of just nothing but well-oiled machines playing <laughs> great high-powered football. You know, the Saints game uh it was it was interesting to say the least. You know, it was it was a messy dub. Uh the Saints defense looked pretty good. Um it should have been 20 to 10, but we just completely on the last drive, we just got like, gave it up and we were like, "All right, we're just going to let them score basically." So, uh, the Saints defense looked good overall though. Um Bryce Young looked lost, I guess. Yeah. Kind of just I I don't know. He's he's trying his best out there, but it's just not much he can do. I mean, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen had a pretty good game. Uh him and him and Thielen had a pretty good connection, but like there's just not much they can do out there. Um there's only so far that that duo can go. And especially when half of that duo, i.e. Adam Thielen, is, like, fucking old as shit and, yeah. like, can hardly, like, get separation anymore. Cause and he was a wide receiver, too, whenever he was younger. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. So, like, what are we... Like, the I, I saw this stat today. It was charting, like, quarterbacks' uh, accuracy versus, like, open windows. And uh, Bryce Young is one of the most accurate dudes on open windows, but he do not be getting open I windows. Saw that. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, I think he was like the most accurate, but he had like the least open windows. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, he's a great quarterback. Uh, he looked good. Uh, he had some good pocket mobility. His offensive line looked awful though. The Saints, yeah. the Saints D line tore him apart. Uh, he they were always rushing. They were always applying pressure. It was it was rough to watch. Um, Saints offense, the the red zone offense, off. Abysmal. The Saints' red zone offense is non-existent. It was. Mm. It, we settled for field goals like three times in a row, and it was just so frustrating to watch. The them just march down the field and like get good consistent plays, and then they get inside the twenty, and they just forget how to get any yards whatsoever. And I watched like I think it was three plays, three literally like three drives in a row, where they got all the way to the twenty, or all the way to the eight, and they were like eight yards away, and then they just couldn't get those last few yards and it was just so frustrating to watch but you know a win is a win so i was i was like whatever i'll, I'll take it um saints 2-0 chris olave had an insane catch oh absolutely one, a contender for catch oh, of the year yeah holy yeah. shit whatever he was just one hand out he was getting held back and just like bumped up the ball and then like just grabbed it in on the second oh god like as he was falling as i've never falling. seen like insane that concentration it's just like chris olave chris is olave like, is that guy yeah absolutely yeah i saw this i saw this tweet the other uh, earlier today that i was like that it was so annoying because it was from a commanders fan and in order to get chris olave we traded up from the 16th pick to the 11th pick and the we gave him like three like late round picks in exchange so basically the those picks have already happened so the trade ended up being chris olave for Sam Howell, uh, Brian Robinson, uh, whoever their tight end is, um, I'm not sure who their who their tight end I think, is. I think it was a backup anyway, and um, Jahan Dotson, and all the commanders were, and I was like, that's pretty good. All every yeah, every comment in the bottom was like, please, please. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like. I was like, I will take Chris Olave over all of them. Yeah. Like what? Why? Like. Bro, I, I don't know what you're thinking, but crazy. I don't want any of those players on my team for, <laughs> for Chris Olave. 
Are you serious? <laughs> no, yeah. Chris Olave is a is a special guy. Sam, like, don't get me wrong. Sam Howell looked amazing to, uh, in the game, and like he was making some crazy throws. But like, yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> Jahan Dotson was supposed to have a breakout season. He hasn't had one yet. Yeah, with, and Chris uh, Olave was like is literally already one of the best route runners in football, and he looks amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, Jahan Dotson is being thrown to by the other guy they got from that trade, Sam Howell, who hasn't been able to make him look as good as we thought. I, I Sam Howell's looking better though. I, I he had a great, yeah. he had an amazing throw uh, against the yeah. Broncos uh, where. He just looked so smooth. He dropped back, just uh, t- saw his read. He was like, I know where I'm going, and I'm doing it. And he threw it, and it was, uh, it was a touchdown bomb to, I think, McLaurin. And it was uh, just right over the hands of the Broncos defender, just in a perfect place. Uh, and I was, like, I was like, that was a crazy throw. I was like, Sam Howell may be that guy. He could be. I'm, I would like to see it. I'm interested in seeing it, especially with – because I like their weapons a lot, and now they don't have – the now Dan Snyder doesn't own the team, so like, there's not really any reasons for me to like dislike the Commanders except for their fucking names. So, mm. speaking of teams to dislike, though, the Ooh. Browns and Steelers was immediately after that, or like playing at the same time. That was this also just a rough game to watch. Deshaun Watson looked awful. Kenny Pickett looked awful. That Steelers offense in general looked like yeah. shit. Other than like George Pickens. George Pickens had a great game. George Pickens looks really yeah. good. He's yeah. amazing. I would say that Steelers defense also looks pretty good. Oh um, man, that Steelers defense is something else. TJ Watt is incredible. Yeah, TJ Watt had a great game. Um, um, of course, you hate to see Nick Chubb go down in this yeah, one. The, that was another, the like worst the, part of this game. The yeah, hyperextension yeah. of his knee was like... Is that what that was? Wait, did you see the injury? Yeah. Oh. The video? Yeah. Is oh. that a hyperextension? It doesn't look like a hyper. I don't know. I don't know what to call. I don't know what it's it just called. Like but a like, break, man. But yeah. like, home homeboy's homeboy's leg turned into a ninety degree angle. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Nah. I mean, yeah. It's a bad. It's a yeah, bad. It's bad. Yeah. Sorry. Didn't mean to like. Uh, back check you <laughs> on that. <laughs> I don't know what the injury's called. I just know it's bad. But I was like, just yeah. surprised because yeah. the the word I was looking for was fucking shattered. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I no, it's it's not, and I I'm gonna miss Nick Chubb, man. Yeah. Out for the season, you yeah. hate to see it because he's really just one of a kind runner, and he's just so he's just it, it, he's been the definition of a pure running back who just goes out and gets yards. He's been that for the past like five years, I want to say. Four, yeah, five years. and he's just he's been so dominant, so like, it, it will be hard to see him go. Literally in that game, like there was a play where he got like. 10 yards like a first down with like two dudes like on him like holding him back and i'm like this guy is like that th- that was the play that was playing in my mind when you said Bijan is top two i was like but nick chubb though man yeah, nick chubb. um the yeah deshaun watson uh awful was playing like shit was overthrowing dudes like th- this is the thing that i noticed i think that brown's offense is trying to make him look as good as possible with like Short dropbacks, quick passes, but anytime that Deshaun Watson has to like air the ball out or, or do make anything plays. like that, yeah. he just can't hit anyone. And like when he's like trying to create plays, he's like pulling on dudes like face masks. Like yeah. the uh, what the fuck is going on with him? 
Every day I wake up and I thank God that I that the Saints didn't win the lottery mm. for Deshaun Watson. I was upset that they were even trying to get him in the first place. I was like, please do not. And then we ended up not getting him, thankfully. He's just he's just looked awful. He's just I don't know what he's just a shell of his former self. Yeah. And it's maybe the guilt is weighing him down, but I don't know. It's gotta be, it's man. It's gotta be. It's gotta. That's gotta be taking up most of his mind, and then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm playing football right now." Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing, again, that Steelers offense looked like shit, and I think it has a lot to do with Matt Canada, their offensive coordinator. Um, he was getting a fire Canada chance at the game. So, <laughs> and uh, the it's always Canada. The fucking coach of the Steelers, Mike Tomlin was like like defending him in like a post game conference and it's like like how long like you got to fire the man I think honestly yeah but their defense kept him in it uh Pittsburgh gets the dub cuz TJ Watt with his first career pick 6 and yeah. he also broke the Steelers franchise record for sacks so it was literally a legacy game for TJ Watt yeah and so he he literally saved my pickums because the <laughs> they did not score a single touchdown offensive touchdown after that point. So shout out to TJ Watt for saving my pickums. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, well that wraps up the uh, the recap of week two. Uh, let's talk about the speaking of pickums. Let's move on to these pickums, shall we? Um, so. Ooh, There's a lot of crazy games this this week. A lot of games that I don't know... I don't know which way to go on these. But this first game, New York Giants versus San Francisco. Yeah, I mean... Based on how everything has gone so far... <laughs> I, I'm not... I'm not swayed in either anywhere... Yeah, this is a pretty this easy... Is, wait, what is the game? Oh, New uh, York. Giants versus Niners. Oh, I mean, San Fran's got this game. Yeah. <laughs> All is picking. San Fran across the board. Yeah. Um, Next up after that, we got the Titans at the Browns. You know, this one I can see going either way. Same. Deshaun Watson looks awful. The Titans are also awful. They both have good defenses uh, that have been playing really well. It just is a matter of which team comes and which team like shows up. I'm picking the Titans for this game, honestly. That's who I have as the Titans. Let me see who I have picks. Um... And this is why. Because basically the Browns just played the same team in the Steelers, <laughs> but the Titans have a little bit better of an offense. So if the Browns lost to the Steelers, then I don't see why they don't lose to the Titans. And the Browns are coming in this without Nick Chubb. That's true, very yeah. true. But they do have Kareem Hunt now. And Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford is... does The Browns just love bad people, Titans don't they? They, they do. They do. Uh, I, I, I was thinking about that Kareem Hunt, Jerome, Jerome Ford news. Here's the thing. Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford were in that same offseason... For the, like they were in the same locker room doing the same reps for that that whole off season, and the Browns chose to go with Jerome Ford, so that should say something. valid. Yeah, they they also had to pay him. That's true, but like, either way, I suppose. Oh my, uh, yeah, I guess they're gonna pay him. They paid him four million this year, so like, hey, that's know. something. I don't know. 
we can. Uh, so now we have Atlanta versus Detroit. Great, great matchup. Uh, great matchup between two rookie running backs. Two rookie running oh, backs. These, this explosive. is a rookie running back. Bowl. This is. This is. And as far as which running back I think is going to be more dominant, I got Bijan. But I don't think that's going to be enough to take a win. I guess I have the Lions winning this one. I also have the Lions. But I wouldn't be surprised if, I, if we see a Falcons dub, honestly. I don't know. Desmond Ritter is just not good. And Jared Goff has been great. That is true. And yeah. The, and these coaches are both insane. So they can. So it'll be. They, it won't matter. I, I, it will be a crazy game either way. I, this is one that I'm going to want to watch. Yeah. Same. I got the Lions, though, for sure. Same. Jared Goff is going to torch that Atlanta defense. If I don't know what the over-under on Jared Goff yards are, but if it's less than 300, I am taking the over on that. So That's fair. Ooh. Next up after that, we got Saints at Packers. This one's rough. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, this one's rough. I... Almost every power ranking that I've seen, the Saints and Packers are like right next to each other, and I'm like, God, I I don't even know. I'm rocking my Saints because you know I have to. I'm also rocking um, your Saints. I haven't been able to watch any like the Saints like. It's it's not good. Not gonna <laughs> lie. Not gonna lie. Watching the games, you're like, this is not great. That's that's what is putting me on pause right now because mm-hmm. I want to pick the Saints so bad. But you watched that game with me on Monday, and I'm like, but the Packers just lost to the Falcons. And the Saints have a better defense. The Saints defense is what? Fuck, man. Yeah. I guess I'm going Saints. God damn Yes, sir. Who that, baby? Who that nation? <laughs> yeah. Because um, the, the Packers have no weapons. Like, literally no weapons. They don't yeah. have Aaron Jones. They don't have... Well, I guess... who is Christian Watson going to be playing in this game? I don't know. I don't... I don't know if he's going to be playing in this game. And I'm... If he does, I'm... He's probably not going to look as good. <laughs> so... I guess I'm going Saints because yes, you guys you guys just have a good defense. That's what I'm thinking. I um, the Saints defense will show up. Packers also have a good defense, but I think Saints are just gonna be able to get it done. Denver versus Miami. Yeah, boys. this is an easy Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah I don't really got much to say about this. I can't wait to watch to uh, play Denver more sucks. football. Miami. I'm ready for another. <laughs> ready for another Tyreek Hill masterclass. Uh, Chargers um, versus Vikings. Hey, Coke bowl. Two, <laughs> hey somebody's got to win, right? struggling teams. <laughs> somebody's got to win, right? Man, this one, I don't oh, even know who I want to win. Two 0-2 teams who, like, are supposed to be, like, somewhat good, I yeah. guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I got Chargers in this one. That's oh, who I have currently selected. Same. It's just going to end up in a tie. It's going to, like, neither one's going to get a win. They're both going to miss field goals in OT, and then <laughs> it's just going to run out the clock, and there's nothing, nothing else is going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i surprised that people are picking Minnesota. I really just don't. 57% for Minnesota. I was going to say, they, it looks like they're favored. Yeah. Um, are they the like the actual thing I just don't tell uh, they're at home so I can only imagine they probably I, I bet the line is probably uh, I don't know what the plus or minus means but I think Minnesota will probably be favored by three because uh, that's just what they give the home teams but I think I don't know I feel like the Chargers have been so in there this whole time and I know that the Vikings have also only had one possession games but the I feel like the Chargers just have more. 
Fuck, I think I'm going Vikings, actually. <laughs> God damn it. No, Bro no. Out of it. Yeah, because I was like... He thought he remembered Jordan Addison. <laughs> no, no, because you know what it was? It, it was just because I, re- I, re- I remembered Kirk, actually. Because the, the thing was, Justin Herbert is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins has been playing very good. Mm-hmm. But those turnovers, though... Man, I'm going actually <laughs> I, I am going Chargers and this is why because I think against any other team fucking hell man the Chargers will probably capitalize on those turnovers yeah. with more tangible points than any other team it's going to hell right now. <laughs> I know this 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 game is going to put both of these fan bases through hell and I hope I'm just entertained uh, <laughs> as a byproduct Next up, we got the Patriots versus the Jets. I got the Patriots winning their first game of the season That's on this what one. I got as well. I just, I, I love the Jets defense, but Zach Wilson, man. Yeah. Especially against Bill Belichick in this crazy defense. Christian yeah. Gonzalez, he had an amazing week. Uh, he was, he's my, he's my favorite for defensive rookie of the year right now after that, after that crazy week too. Yeah, he looks really good. Um, and so I just think he's gonna make, uh. Uh, Zach Wilson's life a living hell so I got the Patriots I just don't know how they're going to score against that Jets defense I just don't this is going to be a stinker of a game and I'm excited to watch the four minute highlight reel of this (laughs) (laughs) um we got uh Bills oh wait did everyone make their picks Uh, we all got Patriots okay right of course (laughs) uh okay Bills versus Commanders Bills I was surprised uh, 10% of people said Commanders, but, you know, whatever. Commanders fans. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up, we got Texans at Jaguars. Also, and an easy Jags. This has got to be the game where they, like, bounce back from playing like shit against Kansas City. And They're yeah, going to take it out against Little Brother. Calvin Ridley better get 200 yards and, like, three touchdowns. God, I hope so. Am I facing you in fantasy? In the leagues that you have I, Calvin Ridley? I hope so. I hope not. Um, but yeah, Jacksonville will across the board. Um, speaking of across the board, <laughs> Colts versus Ravens. You got Ravens in this one. Lamar Jackson continuing his MVP candidacy. Yeah, I can't Ravens. wait. Um, I feel like we're in agreement on a lot of these this week. There, yeah. there are there are a lot more one-sided ones than normal, and that does not change with these next few, like the Seahawks, <laughs> Seahawks versus Panthers. the Panthers. Seahawks. Seahawks. Panthers just don't look good right now. Uh, nothing's meshing well. Um, and then immediately after, we have the Bears and the Chiefs. And Bears look like the worst team in football. And the Chiefs, Chiefs they're the reigning Super Bowl champs. What else can we say? Yeah. Is this... Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. It's... I was going to say, is this a potential... Oh, it's a watch do you think? Do you think this is a trap game? Yeah, is this a trap? I mean, if any... If any, like, team that is supposed to be good can fall into a trap game like this, I think it could be the Chiefs. I I will say, if the Bears beat the Chiefs this game, we're going to have to have some serious, like... Talks about the Chiefs. Yeah, like, very uncomfortable talks about (laughs) the Chiefs. Could we put them in in the same sentence as Broadwalk? Yeah, we would be able to put them in the same sentence as Broadwalk. If there's any trap game this week... I think it's Colts over Ravens. I think that's a trap game. Mm. It d- it depends on if Anthony Richardson is playing. That's true. That's true. Uh, next up, Jeez. Cowboys versus Cardinals. 
Jesus Christ. Cowboys. Joshua that, Dobbs may yeah. die. <laughs> no, we may never see Joshua Dobbs again. Yeah, it's, it's like another one of those like one like very one sided like. This is gonna be. Tough. No, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Can't wait for that Cowboys defense to get me like twenty or thirty points, baby. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got Steelers at Raiders. This is kind of a close one. It is. It's 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 a nasty one. It's it's a gross one. I'm I'm picking Steelers. But it'll be kind of close. I also have the Steelers, that's, that's although they're as well. Offense. They are great. in Las Vegas. And the offense doesn't look good, but yeah, no, I got I got the Steelers. I haven't really gone to watch much of the Raiders this season yet, but you don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> it's not really anything drawing my attention over there. So, yeah. and the Steelers, I mean, their defense is very, very good. So I think they'll put put that uh, Raiders team in check because mm-hmm. they're not really working with much to begin with. But. Yeah. All right. After that, we got Eagles at Bucks. I this think, is an Eagles dub. I think. I think Baker Mayfield is, pro- is finally brought uh, down to earth. I got the Bucks this one. No, That's I got crazy. the Bucks. I'm, I'm on that Baker Mayfield hopium. I like it. I like oh it, bro. I... No, because what I was gonna say is now that I'm scrolling down here, this is the true upset watch game. Yeah. They... Because I think that the Buccaneers are probably just gonna air it out against that like injured suspect uh uh secondary that the eagles have and i think that mike evans is gonna go for a crazy amount of yards Mm -hmm. and i think the eagles will probably end up winning it but i think it's gonna be close it's definitely not the 90 to 20 uh pick deficit that uh that 90 to 10 yeah that people think it's gonna be yeah i just i don't know like and they're at oh, home. Man. They are at home. That always sways me a little bit as well. And, like, they look good. The Eagles defense, you know, like you said, like, their secondary, it's a little iffy, but... Their strong... The Eagles' strong suit is their run game, and the Buccaneers' run game, or run defense, is really good. Honestly, the Buccaneers match up pretty well against this Philadelphia team. I y'all can y'all can smoke all the hopium you want. <laughs> I mean, I'm I not Eagles. <laughs> I got Eagles on this one. If I'm the Bucks win, my pick. if the Bucks win, I will be very upset. <laughs> and so will the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Monday. Oh, I guess that is also Monday. Night. Oh yeah, another doubleheader. They're gonna start doing doubleheaders. I think it's gonna be a like a like permanent thing. Oh for real? Oh hell yeah! I think so. Hell sure. yeah! I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. And the other part of this doubleheader, Rams versus Bengals. It's a, a good Bowl. Monday night matchup. A Super these, these Bowl matchup. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, Super Bowl rematch from a couple years ago. I'm picking the Rams. I'm I... also picking the Rams. Damn, I was going to be different and pick the Rams, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bengals, Joe Burrow does not look good. I'm, I might switch now and pick the Bengals just to be different. Do they start 0-3, though? They're at home. They are at home. I don't think that they have enough juice to get it done. And the Rams have been rocking. And Puka is crazy. I don't think he slows down anytime soon. And now their newfound love with um, Kyron Williams. Yeah. I mean, their run game looks amazing. Their pass game looks amazing. Puka, 2-2. And they got fun names, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Kuka Tutu and Cooper, come on. 
like, bro. These teams also match up pretty well because both of our defenses are, like, not that good. But these off well, I guess the Bengals' offense has been a little bit suspect. But if it is how we think it's going to be, I think that uh, Joe Burrow will probably pass for a lot of yards. Hopefully my Jamar Chase fantasy picks will turn out well. Um, and on the other side, I think that the Rams will pass for a lot of yards. And they'll just try and keep the... Honestly... This is get this is giving Rams Chiefs from a couple of years ago. Mm. So, yeah, no, I like I like the I like the thought. I think it will be pretty high scoring. Um, I think it'll be a good game. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. I who knows? I might change my mind by Monday, and and switch to the Bengals, but we'll see. It it's gonna come down to what Joe Burrow feels like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's, that's he feels like playing good. Or if he feels like playing good, then that's what's going to happen. But we'll see. We'll oh. see you next week for another fantastic week of NFL football. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll be even further enlightened, further humbled. Our narratives will no longer be as strong. Maybe Justin <laughs> Fields will... All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs>